just wanted to share a little something with you. The other day, or the other day, the other minute, a few minutes ago, I was downloading a picture and I found one of John the Baptist online uh, that I used for a, um, for a video. And the recording that I was doing so spoke about the passage in Matthew 25, where Christ talks about when you receive one of the least of my brethren, you receive me. And specifically, it talks about like helping them out because they're going to need like the things of life, like uh, food and clothing and shelter and someone to visit them in prison, as if they're kind of a bunch of vagabonds. Turns out that they are, in a sense. They're out there without purse or script, oftentimes being completely irresponsible, putting spiritual things first and trusting that the physical things will come. And so often, they, um, they look so kind of creepy or strange. I, I saw this little like commentary on the John the Baptist from the uh, TV series, The Chosen, and they were calling, uh, well, I think actually in the thing, it, oh no, in the, in the actual series, they call him Creepy John. <laughs> right, right, Creepy John. And they make him kind of look that way. His beard's all disheveled and straggly and his hair too. Um, and not every one of God's servants looks like that. But I actually purposely chose this one picture um, for the one, for the, the thing I did on Matthew 25 because um, it shows this particularly wild-haired John the Baptist, you know all this hair, you know, and beard just everywhere. And it seems like it's really strange, but it's like um, oftentimes the servants of God come that way. Not always long-haired, but in ways that we don't expect from circumstances that we would not expect. They may be uneducated, they may be cast out of the synagogue, etc. And this is actually kind of the pattern, it almost seems. And it's the people who follow them who get everything together and make things look more straight-laced. But it seems that when one comes from God, they are um, always, it always comes out of the unexpected place. And it seems like inevitably you have to have charity. And it seems that in the end, that's what we're judged upon. Not even whether we receive their message, which is pretty strange. That's what that Matthew 25 passage implies. It doesn't, it doesn't even talk about whether they receive the message. It talks about whether they actually feed these, these the least of these, my brethren. So anyways, this downloaded this picture, and then I... I thought I'm just going to glance at the article really fast from which the picture came. And as I did that, I, I saw that this guy had the same kind of, he was pondering the same thing. And he purposely chose this particularly hairy John the Baptist <laughs> and uh, to exemplify what he was talking about. And this can be found on uh, newwaysministry.org. I don't know that I agree with everything that they that they stand for or anything. I just happen to agree with this uh, little um, observation of this person who put this picture in here. Um, 
And the person was talking about how in the Gospel of Luke, it talks about John the Baptist. Um, and it says that um, it lists all these really important people and then goes into John the Baptist. It says, you know, in the years of, or, you know, at the time of Tiberius Caesar and Pontius Pilate, Herod, Philip, or whatever, I'm not quoting it right. You know, there came John the Baptist or something like that. And he was like, why did he mention all those people? You know, why did he mention all these important people before he mentioned John the Baptist? And then he said he had the idea to, um, like, put it in his own, like, modern day at the time that he wrote this. And so he wrote it like this, and I thought this was really great. It really, really punched it home, um, the, the very thing I'm talking about. All right, so it says, in the seventh year of the presidency of Barack Obama, when John Kerry was Secretary of State, and Andrew Cuomo was the governor of New York, and Chris Christie the governor of New Jersey, during the papacy of Francis, the word of God came to Jane Doe in an Iowa cornfield. <laughs> I just thought that was so perfect. It's like, yes, exactly. You know, it's like coming out of the one place that you don't expect. <laughs> it's like during the time of all these important people who God might choose to speak to, including the Pope, God chose to speak to Jane Doe in an Iowa cornfield. That seems to be the way that it is. Expect it to come out of the unexpected place out of the unseen place, the unforeseen, the unforeseen place. <coughs> and why? Why does God do that? Surely for reasons that I don't know. But at least in part, I think it's because everything within his kingdom is based upon faith. He understands you're not going to really be able to grow up spiritually unless you can start to see by spiritual eyes. He doesn't want it to be openly apparent. He perhaps wants it to be unexpected. But I think it's more than that, too. I, I think that it's just probably many reasons. Perhaps those are the only people willing to hear. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it appears that that appears to be true, too. But um, but there is it, it is it is the it's not just arbitrary either. It's almost like it's the way that the universe works in that particular realm of um, of reality or truth. It's just the way it always has been. It's the way that it always will be, it seems. It really seems to be the case. Unless, perhaps, one day we all become used to it happening out of the, um, out of the, you know, coming from the poor and the, you know, and the unexpected place, and then maybe God will have it come out of the very place that we expect. <laughs> you know, he'll send his word through um, one of the dignified ones one of the ones who you'd expect it to come from. And as I say all this, I want to mention one last thing, and that is that I'm speaking about that word of truth which is on the very crest 
the very outward edge of the wave of truth that comes into the world. It is the new thing. It could be comprised, you could say, within that new and everlasting covenant. It is the thing that God is currently unfolding before the world that comes out of that unexpected place. This is not to say that the Pope and um, even President Barack Obama or anybody or any leader of any religious organization is not receiving um, truth from God, obviously. But the other obvious thing is that those people in those positions are working within the old framework. And because they're within that framework, they can receive revelation within that framework. But by definition, be, when, once the institution becomes established, you could say it's like against the rules, really, to receive a new thing which might upset the old. So there's another reason, perhaps, why it has to come out of that unexpected place. <laughs> it has to be somebody who's willing to be an outcast, to be rejected, because they're now saying the thing which cannot be revealed within the old institutions. Yeah, the more you think about it, the more reasons you see why it's the only way. It's the way that it unfolds. It has to come out of that unexpected place from somebody who is not trying to maintain, you could say, their seat in the synagogue. I think that's all. That's what I wanted to share today. God bless you.